0: this week's episode of Seeking Proof, Finding Grace. I'm your host, Ron Campbell, and this week we're going to take a small break on our journey, and we're going to talk about dads. As Father's Day weekend rolls around, I thought it would be a good time to talk about something that we really don't discuss as much as we should in our culture. You know, our church is hosting an event tomorrow morning, and one of the things I was asked to do was to read through some funny things that dads had done, and people filled out different things, and I filled out mine thinking of a special memory that I had of my father. But then I was reading through one of them, and this one caught my eye because my youngest daughter filled it out. She said, "'When my dad told my sister and I not to ride our bikes too close to the storm drains, he then immediately rode his bike too close to the storm drain and flipped over his handlebars and into someone's front yard.' That is actually true, and I knew it before I saw the name who had put that in there because I knew that that was me. What she didn't say was, it was during an election year and I flipped head over the handlebars and landed right on someone's political sign and utterly destroyed the sign. It was spectacular to watch, I'm sure, if it wasn't me who had done it. But in the course of breaking my bicycle and all the things that happened that day, thankfully I wasn't hurt. But it got me to thinking as I read her comments. You know, so often as dads and as parents in general, we just go into these things with no plan whatsoever. You know, I, I remember when our oldest daughter was born, and she was our first child, and we came home from the hospital, and I think, you know, if I look back on it, the the lack of preparation that we had was absolutely alarming going into all of this. You know, my wife, I think, had read fifty seven books on what to expect when you're expecting, and so she knew how to get through the pregnancy, and we had gotten the nursery ready, and You know, we had showers, and we bought cribs, and all of the things you were supposed to do, except our oldest daughter arrived a month early. And we were not ready for that. And it caught us by surprise. And, you know, I I say that like we would have been any more prepared a month later. I think we might have been a little, but I I question how much. But as I look back on it, it's amazing the things that we didn't do. I, I would have I would have spent way more time in prayer and talking to God and being healed from the things that I needed to be healed from. I would have come up with a better plan and thought more about so many things. And I think that's probably true in every area of our lives. We never really go into things as fully prepared as we ought to be. And I think as a dad, when you go into this, you're thrust into a role that all of a sudden you're the responsible one, you know, so many years as a teenager, especially, and then as a young 20-something, I'm the one that my dad would look at and shake his head at sometimes and go, what were you thinking? What were you doing? You know, flipping over the handlebars on my bicycle. And now all of a sudden, you're thrust into the role of being the responsible one, somebody that a little child looks at and goes, Dad, what should I do? And it's an amazing change that takes place. And sometimes as a dad, we feel a little bit lost and alone. And it's hard sometimes. But being a dad, is one of the most remarkable things that you can ever be. And I, it breaks my heart to see so many men in our culture today walk away from that opportunity. And I wanna encourage you if you're a dad out there, whether your relationship with your, with, with, with your child's mom is good or whether it's bad or whether you're married or not married anymore or never were married, take that opportunity to be a dad. It's one of the most amazing journeys that you'll ever make. And you make a difference in someone's life like you can't imagine. I don't think there'll ever be a time when you feel ready. I don't think there'll ever be a time when you think, yeah, I'm good to go to do this. But there's never a time that you won't look back and realize it was one of the most amazing journeys that you ever had the honor to take. I've told both of my daughters being their dad is one of the greatest honors of my life. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I look back on the young women that they've become, and I'm, I'm just blown away by how they've grown up and what they're doing with their lives, and I'm just honored to have been a part of it and to have played some small role. Don't ever miss out on that opportunity. You know, it, it got me thinking as I walked through this, and it got me thinking about my own dad and what my own dad would have said and the lessons that he would have taught and the, and the things that he did teach me over the years. There's a couple of things that it reminded me of in Scripture, and I wanted to bring both of those ideas to you as we were talking about this because we have a Father in heaven who identifies himself throughout Scripture as our Heavenly Father. And it's amazing that God chooses to use those words. He doesn't look at us as servants, He doesn't look at us as some small creature that He created. He looks at us as His children. And specifically, He looks at Himself as our Heavenly Father. You know, I love a couple of verses of Scripture, and I, I wanted to read this. And I know these are messages that I've read before, but I said before I think something that I would do differently is I would have come into all of this with a plan, and God did that. You know, God came into all of this with a plan, and I've, I know I've read this verse before. It's one of my favorite verses in the Bible, Ephesians chapter 1, talking about his relationship with us. This is Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in him. So just as God chose us in Jesus before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. God didn't come into this without a plan. He didn't come into this just trying to wing it and see how it all went. He didn't come into it not ready thinking, what happens if my kid is one month early? Before he laid the foundations of the earth, he had a plan of what it would take to get us into eternity. And he knew we would stumble and fall, just like every parent knows their kids are going to stumble and fall. But just like every parent going into this, he recognized it's worth the journey. The bumps and the bruises and the scrapes along the way are worth the journey. And just as you look down on that precious little baby when they're born, before he laid the foundations of the earth, he looked forward in time at us and said, we're worth it. And when I say us, I don't just mean the human race. This is something I really want to stress. God looks at each one of us individually. And the relationship he wants is not a corporate relationship with all of humanity, The relationship that he wants is a personal relationship with you. The time that you spend with God, the time that I wish I would have spent with God more in prayer before my kids were born, seeking out all those hurts and things that I needed to be healed from so I could be a better dad for them. The time that you spend with God, the time that you spend in prayer and worship and listening to his voice, The things that he'll open up in your heart are personal things between you and him, are things that will help you heal and grow and grow closer to him. And as you grow closer to him, you'll find that your relationship with your family is blessed in ways that you never imagined. You can't be the dad that you want to be. You can't be the dad that he wants you to be until you're the child of his that you need to be. So take those steps and take those moments to spend time with him. And what you'll find, the closer you get to God, is the more you're able to hear his voice and the more you're able to draw closer to him. And he's going to bring you in close. And the things, like I said, the things that you're going to find are personal things between you and him. He's going to open up scripture to you in ways that you never imagined. He'll open up the Bible like never before. But he'll also open up just... Blessings and insights into you that you desperately need, so number one, as a parent, I wish I had come into this with a better plan, but God comes into this with the perfect plan. number two, and i I recognize this as I look back at my dad. My dad gave of himself like i and I never appreciated it or understood it at the time. My dad gave everything as I was growing up, he just poured himself into our family. And I look back now and I recognize he poured in more than he had at times. He, he just gave every bit of himself to us and our family. And he never once stepped back from that role. When he finally retired from working, I think one of the things that he enjoyed most was getting to be a dad and grandpa. And he just poured every everything he had into that role. He was there and just enjoyed being a servant to his family and just pouring himself out for us. And that's very much the picture of what our Heavenly Father did for us. God did it on such a much more grand scale. You know, if we continue reading from Ephesians chapter 5, I'm going to pick back up again in verse 5. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. So through Jesus, we're reconciled back to God. According to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. God gave everything. He poured out eternity and became one of us. He, he lived a perfect sinless life so that we don't have to. And when the time came, he gave all on the cross. He poured out his body and soul and blood as an offering for us on the cross, knowing when he created the world all those years before, knowing that it was going to take going through the cross to bring us to him. He looked at us and said, you're worth it. And he he went to the cross knowing the price that he would have to pay to do that, as every good father would. He's the ultimate father. You know, so many times we see God through the image of our earthly father, And, and a lot of times that doesn't do our heavenly father any justice because we fall so short. But dads, it doesn't mean we shouldn't try. We should try to picture that image of a God who gave everything, and give everything for our families. The difference you'll make in the lives of your children is immense. For everyone out there, if you're a father, I I hope you'll take that step and just commit yourself to your children. It doesn't matter the mistakes you've made in the past or how good of a dad or bad of a dad you've been. Make that commitment today to give everything you've got to your children and your family. You know, I think a good, healthy marriage, I love Jimmy Evans' ministry, um, And his Marriage on the Rock video series is amazing. The books are amazing, too. But he lines out, you know, your relationship needs to be number one with God, number two with your spouse. Because let's be honest, those kids are going to grow up someday and they're going to be gone. And your relationship with your spouse needs to not be built on your kids. It needs to be built first on your relationship with God and then on each other. And then third with your children. That that, that relationship should be the third most important relationship in your life. Right behind your spouse, you should devote yourself to your family, to your children. And watch the difference it makes in their lives. You know, God gave everything for us for that opportunity to spend eternity with you. And just like we grow up and our children grow up, he's watching us and there for us as we grow up, hoping that we'll choose him, that we'll choose to spend eternity with him as we do that. And I hope you'll take that step I hope you'll take that opportunity. And lastly, I I think the thing that always struck me about my dad was I never doubted how much he loved me. He was never afraid to say that he loved us, as one thing growing up in our family, I always knew. You know, after he passed away, I went through a bunch of old voicemail messages on my phone, and I had a group of messages from dad that I had thankfully saved from over the years and just had never gotten around to doing anything with him. And I listened to those old messages and there was, a, there was a message on there complaining about uh, his, his cell phone, and he couldn't figure out how to play music on it, which was a frequent topic of conversation that we had. But at every message, he would start off and just say, hey, I'm just calling to say hi and see how you're doing. And at the end of every message, he would always say, just I love you and give me a call later. Every conversation we had, he'd end with I love you, and I'll talk to you later or something like that. But he always finished a conversation with how much he loved us. And I've tried to do that with my wife and my kids so they always know how much I love them. Your Heavenly Father loves you so much that he wrote the ultimate book to stress that love to you. If you've never opened up Scripture, I really want to encourage you to do so. You know, John 3.16 is a verse I've quoted several times, but it, it really drives home that point. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son... That whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is an amazing truth and an amazing verse. You know, I try to start every week's episode by reminding you that the most important truth in the universe is that God loves you. If you've never taken that step, if you've never established a relationship with him, you know, as we take this journey looking at whether we were created or whether we're just some great cosmic accident. One of the reasons that those first dozen or so episodes we started off with was laying that foundation of what you really need to understand about God before you take that journey. One of the things I wanted to stress along the way was when you find yourself ready, don't wait. Step into relationship with God. There are hard questions you can wait to ask God once you're in relationship with him. You don't have to know the answer to every question before you step into relationship. You don't know the answer of every question of anybody you step into a relationship with. And while there are important questions you need answered, don't wait to start a relationship with God until you've answered every single question that you might have. There are some questions you can answer inside of a relationship with him that you will understand way better once you're in that relationship with him. There are some things I take on faith because I know how much he loves us, partially because I know how much he loves me. I want to end today's message just by, ask, just by saying that prayer. If you've never prayed that prayer, I'd like to just offer that opportunity for you to say a prayer, one quick prayer. If you mean it in your heart, you step into relationship with God and you begin a relationship that will change the rest of your life. It, just something simple like this. Lord Jesus, I recognize that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And I lay down everything at the foot of your cross. I recognize that you are God's only begotten son. He, You laid down eternity to come and live a perfect life with us. You sacrificed yourself on the cross to save me and to save all of us from our sin debt. And you paid the price for my sin debt in full. You were buried in a tomb and on the third day God raised you from the dead. And you now sit at God's right hand side in heaven ready to come back here to bring us all home to heaven to be with you. I accept you into my heart as my Lord. I accept you into my heart as my Savior. And I receive your gift of salvation this day. Jesus, thank you for everything that you've done for me. I love you and I thank you, Lord, for all things. Amen. You know, if you pray that prayer in your heart, you take that step in your life, the most important step you can ever take. And I hope you'll take that step, and I hope you'll continue this journey with us. This week, I promised we were going to be looking at Stephen Hawking. We still will. That episode is recorded, and I'm editing it right now, and that'll be the next episode that goes up. We're going to talk about Hawking, and then we're going to jump into, could the universe be past eternal? And then we're going to wrap up this first question, how did the universe come into existence? What is the most likely answer as we look at that? But as we honor fathers this year on Father's Day, Dads, I hope you'll take that opportunity to embrace one of the greatest challenges, one of the greatest opportunities of your life, to be a dad. Devote yourself to those kids, and you will be amazed at the change in them and the change in you. It is one of the most remarkable things that you can do. Go out there and be an amazing dad and make a tremendous difference in our culture and our world. Our world needs it, but more importantly, your kids need you. Thank you so much for joining us this week, and I hope to see you next week. Thank you again. Bye-bye.